In this episode, we have a very special guest today. It's ex-Mormon Mindy. TikTok tastemaker. Okay, can't stand that term. Influencer? Hmm, not much better. (laughs) TikTok star, ex-Mormon Mindy. If you are not familiar with her amazing TikTok videos, hilarious, insightful, sometimes poignant. That's a good word. Where's Shelly, by the way? Where the heck is she to make fun of my old lady words? I guess she'll be with us after the break. So please stay tuned for all of that coming right up. Hey, Virginia. Did you know the law protects patients from surprise medical bills? Insurance companies and hospitals post cost information online. You can request a good faith estimate three days ahead of hospital care. Know your rights as a healthcare consumer. Visit controlyourcare.com. To learn more about patient-focused healthcare laws, controlyourcare.com can help empower your healthcare decisions. Paid for by the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. Who do we have with us today? We have a special guest in studio today. Actually remote, not actually in studio. I feel like she's in studio. It seems like she's right here. We're looking at her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We have ex-Mormon Mindy with us today. What? I know. Oh, man. (laughs) Mindy, say hello. Welcome to our show. That rhymed. By the way, hello. <laughs> I am so happy to be here. This is like an out of body experience to like see it happening after listening to it for so many episodes. This is crazy. Did you listen to them in order? That's the most important. <laughs> Shelly. I did, but I jumped on when you were only like 20 in or something. So I didn't have a huge catch up. Okay. Still, thank you. I know the rules. <laughs> Right. I'm a rule follower. I was a good Mormon. Same. Right on. I'm sure right you were on. a very good Mormon. <laughs> I was top-notch Mormon. Best heaven. The best yes. heaven? The best tier? Absolutely. Yeah. Sea turtle kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Sol- celestial, celestial. Terrestrial. I still don't know. Celestial. Terrestrial. Is it terrestrial? We should talk about our guest who's oh, that's with right. us that's today. That's right. We got a guest. Sorry. <laughs> we went on our own tangent like two minutes in. Now, Weird. Mindy... The question I'm about to ask you, we can cut, okay? Ex-Mormon Mindy is not your given name. No, that's kind of an Easter egg. Wait, is that your new name? No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) No. Now, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to give away your real name if you don't want us to. No, that's fine. I mean, it's out there if people find it. But uh, I had this thought process when I started TikTok because I started on YouTube and my family had to come apart about me speaking about ex-Mormon things. Oh, yeah. So I went to TikTok where they weren't. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have to hide. Like, I have to hide as much as possible. And so I used my middle name for my username. And plus, ex-Mormon Mindy sounds way better than, like, ex-Mormon Kayla. It just doesn't flow. (laughs) I mean, alliteration, right? Right, right. I'm a thinker. I thought this through. Yeah, yeah. You got that going for you. Yeah. So do yeah. you still have a YouTube channel? Because I haven't looked at YouTube for you. I just follow you on TikTok. Not so much. No. Gotcha. Not, not when your parents cried and begged. Randomly, I'll post something, but not very often, no. Uh, so let's back up a little. I'm always I'm always the one going, can we back up a little? Because I'm like, brr, brr, brr. <laughs> like, how do you see yourself dying? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> It's probably going to be on an altar in the Mormon temple. Is oh, what I'm thinking right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> Plans can change. They're fluid. But I'm thinking that would be the best way to go. Maybe floating in the baptismal font. <gasps> Even better. Mm, face down. Can I have ducks? Mm-hmm. Okay. There has to be ducks there. I need some serenity. Yes. Ducks. Yes. Okay. And you have to have been on your period so you get in trouble from your young women's leader for actually going in the font <laughs> while you are unclean. Unclean. Boom. Yes. Now, this is where Mary says, can we back this up a little? Well, I tried saying that, and then we got uh, derailed again. So, Mindy, I'm going to go by Mindy. I'm just going to do it. Do it. Okay. When did you leave the damn motherfucking Mormon church? Mm -hmm. Oh, I left the one true motherfucking Mormon church (laughs) on Thanksgiving Day 2019, so. Grateful, grateful. I was very grateful for that that day, so. That really wasn't that long ago. Two years, and it was crazy because we were hosting some of my family, 
and I was working a graveyard shift at my job and I came home and woke up my husband and I was like bawling. I'm like, I can't, Joseph Smith's a liar. And he was like, what is happening? <laughs> like I just woke up. <laughs> and uh, then we got up and had very Mormony Thanksgiving and it was so weird. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Did you wear your garments to that Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, hell yeah, I did. <laughs> I yeah. was, like, scared to take them off. My husband, like, the minute our family was gone, was like, goodbye. And I'm like, oh, no. But what if I'm wrong? Like, what if, what, what if this is real? I don't know. The sacred underwear was, like, hard to let go of. Oh, wow. And then it sat in a bag, and I finally was like, husband, you must throw it away. I'm not strong enough. Like, a year later, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I like how you just call him husband. Does he call you wife? It feels very Mormon. <laughs> it is. It is. You could be like husband and he could be like wife number 25. You call him brother husband? <laughs> brother brother husband. Yeah. Under his eye. <laughs> Blessed be the fruit. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No, it's a respectful <laughs> thing for the patriarchy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. You know, I just want to remind him of his manly title. It's important. Oh yeah, you yeah. got to uphold the patriarchy. I, like it, yeah. I mean, you can leave Mormonism, but you have to uphold the patriarchy. Don't yes. cause. Come on. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you got to have some standards after you leave. Like, there's a bar. I don't know. So I'm guessing you came out on Thanksgiving, meaning out of the church. Yes. She hasn't come out of the closet it's yet. It's kind of unfortunate that she's not a lesbian because she's very good looking. Yeah, she's a hottie, yeah. for yeah. sure. I believe that, too. It is quite unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> We have so, and this is not to knock the men, but sort of, but we have so many straight women listeners who are like, why can't I just be a damn lesbian? What are you going to do? 100%. You guys are like the elite. Are we? Like, I feel like you're moving to the next level of evolution. <laughs> You'll get there. This is only In your time. first life. Clearly, you yeah, are a young soul. Yeah, the next lifetime. Next go round. <laughs> I'll get it right. You will. So this is what I'm guessing. You came out of the church on a Thanksgiving Next day, you ditched your G's. Day after that, you started um, a YouTube channel, right? Doesn't work that that way, Mary. Wait, before we go there, quick question. (laughs) Was your husband also digging around about Joseph Smith or he just was like, whatever you want, Mindy, I'm bored with this anyway. Like, how did that happen? He, well, like, came back for me. Like, he was inactive and then he met me and was like, I want to hit that. So I got to join Mormonism again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I say, I'm like, that's true love, my love. Yes. Wow. So he was in it, like, for me. Like, he didn't do the mission thing, anything like that. And I actually didn't tell him I was having doubts because I was like, Oh my gosh, if I tell him, he's going to be like, peace out, Boy Scout. He's going to be done. Like, he was barely hanging on. Yeah. So I I kept it mostly to myself. So I was like, I'm done. He's like, yeah. He was excited, so. Oh my gosh, that was probably the best Thanksgiving gift you could have ever given him. It probably was. I need to ask him. Better than the wishbone. Better than the wishbone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wait like three days for that to dry out enough to use it anyway. No way, man. Me and my brothers would fight over it like fresh off the carcass and it was all rubbery and it, you it, you would like get cut and there was crying. Is this wow. an old tradition? Because Mindy's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? So the wishbone <laughs> in the turkey for all you people out there who, who buy like a turkey loaf. It's not going to be in a tofurkey. No, Forget no. It. So there's a wishbone shaped like a wishbone from the old cartoons. Or on the the label of that salad dressing called wishbone. That's true. It's on the label of that. Anyway. Anywho. So the thing is, you get to break the wishbone in half, two people, and whoever gets the longest half... Gets their wish. Gets their wish. You make a wish and you break this bone. Yeah, I guess it's not we all done know, anymore. It's, it's difficult to break bones that are kind of rubbery. Juicy? So you wait for it to dry. Juicy. Juicy bones. Juicy bone is hard to break. I have so many (laughs) jokes running through my head right now, by the way. So fucking many. Uh, Anyway, you have to dry the bone out for it to properly snap. Okay. Mm, okay. Mm, Words to live by. another sidebar. Mm -hmm. What were we talking about? Uh, Oh, a gift. A gift for the husband. Better than the the wishbone. What? (laughs) Mandy, come on. Where were we? I think where we were is how long after we left did the YouTube start. Oh, oh, right, right, right. We are there. Sense. Thank you for helping keep us on track here today. <laughs> we really appreciate it. <laughs> it's just my youth brain just remembers more. She's oh, calling shit. us old. Well, we are. <laughs> I think that's what just well, happened. Mindy, like, she got married at 16. <laughs> she left the church at 20. <laughs> right. So started a YouTube channel yeah, she at 20 does and a half. look real young. No, no, I'm 32. <laughs> That's still younger than me. I could have suckled you, okay? Oh, Jesus. Too soon. I could have birthed you. No, you you couldn't. Your oldest is like 10 years younger than her. 32, 40. I mean, in my high school, I could have because everyone was pregnant at like 13, but that was not me. Shit. Okay, well, that would have been something. 
Um, okay, so yeah, what happened? What was your journey like from leaving the church to deciding, you know what, I'm going to talk about this in some form or fashion on a video? Yeah, not too much thought went into it, clearly, because I just jumped right in. We left in November, and then January, I wrote this email to my family. I was like, new year, new me, like I'm not Mormon. It was like less than two months since I left, and I was like, hey, um, bye, like not doing it. And uh, wow, that was rough. We had a plethora of reactions from great to terrible. My family is hella Mormon. A lot of Greg's family is hella Mormon, the husband. And so I have one ex-Mormon sister, but she's been out for so long. I felt like those new feelings are so different yeah. compared to someone who's been out, you know, five, 10 years. Yeah. And I, I got... I got lonely and I vlogged, like I did the Mormon wife family vlogging. So I was like, I'm just going to film it for people. Oh, nice. So I started putting them out and my original thought was like, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to put nice content that the Mormons can watch. <laughs> Why? And like, no. They're not going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be so hella nice. I was so excited. And then the Mormons still hated it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my family hated it and they got so mad. And I was like, you guys suck. Like, suck so hard. So I stopped. Yeah. But that just made me more lonely because I went from, like, having at least someone to talk to. I mean, I had Greg, but psh, he doesn't really count. That's true. Because <laughs> he, he was, like, good with it. He was like, yay, we're out. I'm like, oh, my God, my whole world just fell apart. And, like, what do I do? What do I say? And how do I drink coffee? And do I drink alcohol? And it was, like, this big... I was an emotional mess. The answer is yes. Yes to both of those. I thought of a question. What do you think was the nice thing that you were putting on uh, YouTube that just ticked your family off the most? Um, I did think I was being nice. The video that kind of made it all fall apart is I talked, my friend had a baby blessing in January and we went to that and all I said about it was like, I was nervous, it'd be weird, but like it wasn't and it was this beautiful moment, but it was also... Like for me realizing, yeah, I don't belong here. It was like, it was kind of like putting it to rest. Like, Mm. hey, we went to a sacrament meeting. I don't belong here. This isn't for me. It was nothing to do with the blessing. Like I didn't say it was bad or anything. I did mention, I think this is what really got them is I mentioned this conversation with my kids because they were still trying to like figure it out themselves. And my oldest was only six. So they were, or seven. So they were pretty young. My daughter who was uh, five at the time asked, she was like, why doesn't the mom go up there? Boom. And I was like, mm. boom, bitches. Teaching moment. Wow. So I kind of just whispered, you know, I was like, well, you know, in this church, they don't, they don't believe that the woman can do that. Oof. And my son actually, who was seven was like, yeah, we don't want to come to this church. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I told that story. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's like them being so young and seeing that being like, what? No, that's not right. I was like, yes. Doesn't it feel weird when you're like, have to tell your daughter, like as soon as you're saying it out loud, well, girls can't do that. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Like you don't necessarily hear that when you're being told that. But when you're telling your children, you're like, Mm-mm, nope, I'm fucking up my kids. Well, and that's what really got me questioning was my kids because my son was supposed to be baptized. And I was like, Ugh. I had this weird, like I didn't, I didn't have doubts at the church, but I still had this like primal need to protect him. Yeah. Where, like, we just kept putting it off and kept putting it off. And I'm like, I wasn't even looking at any anti-Mormon anything. I was just like, I don't want him to be baptized. And that kind of snowballed. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So we, that video definitely made everybody angry at me. And so for a while, I just stopped. I didn't talk about it. I just was, like, hella lonely, hella depressed. Like, Aww. that's when I got into podcasts. So that's when I found you guys and Mormon stories and Exmo Lex and all these people. As a Mormon, especially as a Mormon woman... Like, you're so shush, you know, like there's quotes of them being like, don't talk too much. Like, Mm -hmm. don't be shrill, like all these quotes. And it felt like another way. Like, I've left the church and they're still smothering me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, they're still quieting my voice, like through my family and through its believing members. And so my ex-Mormon sister was like, hey, TikTok, like I've done some ex-Mormon stuff. Like, you should check it out. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And then I I watched a couple of things. There wasn't very many ex-Mormon TikTokers at that time. It was like X1 Panda Girl and Katie the Human. And I just ate it up. I was like, this is great. And I was like, I'm going in. I'm diving in. I did ex-Mormon Mindy. So hopefully my family wouldn't find me because I like checked it out. None of them had TikTok. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is going to be good. And I also was like, fuck it. 
if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be fucking mean and I'm not going to feel bad about it. Damn right. <laughs> Use all that voice. Yeah, so. So since then, has your family found you on TikTok? <laughs> oh Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> so Greg's family and my family found it about the same time, which was well, November 2020, <laughs> right before my birthday. And it was a monstrosity of a situation. I feel like Mormons, especially like at least with my family, they see all these fun things I'm doing. They're like, oh, you know, she's wearing whatever she wants. She's drinking coffee. She's doing things on Sunday. Like my one sister, she, she hates I tell this, but she said, I feel like you're at a party and I'm at a funeral. Oh. I was like, there's so much fucked up about that situation. Like you're taking my religious trauma and my religious transition and making it about you first. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is they don't see how hard it is. And like, they don't see the pain I had like a midlife crisis where I'm like, I am a blank slate. Like, I don't know what I believe. I don't know what I want to do with my life or where I stand with anything in the world. And it freaked me out for months and months and months. Yeah. So, you know, it's just really hard when my family found my TikTok and then became just destructive. And so many of them stopped talking to me. Mm. Greg's dad sent like a family group text saying what I was saying was coming from the devil. Like it was like, wow, it just blew up and it was so hard and so bad. And a lot of those relationships haven't, haven't come around, honestly. And it's just been really hard. And I wish I could express those people. Like maybe what I'm saying is mean or you don't agree with, but it comes from trauma. Like it comes from pain. It comes from me needing an outlet for these feelings so I don't self-destruct it on myself and that need to find community and even just people being like I understand that right it's a big one so that makes me think of this meme that I saw that was basically saying like why are you so upset about my reaction you're not asking me about my trauma like what made me freak the fuck out mm-hmm. I was thinking if my family actually had any forms of communication they would react the way yours did but no one really talks in my family But yeah, it sucks. Even though my family doesn't talk, I know what they think of me. And they think of me, what yours thinks of you. They just voiced it. And it fucking sucks because no one's going to ask, well, how were you hurt? I'm so sorry this happened. What did it make you feel? No one asks that shit. They're like, stop saying bad things about the Lord's anointed. And I'm like, fuck Russell M. Nelson. You know what? I'm going to validate you for a second, Mindy. Do it. You don't need any reason at all to put up TikTok videos if that's what you want to do. Hell no. You don't have to be like, well, it's because I'm processing my trauma. That's great. And that's a great reason. But you can do it for whatever fucking reason you want. Damn right. And you don't have to justify that decision to anyone. Damn right. You know? Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Yeah. I know. And let's talk about your sister for a second, whose entire life feels like she's at a funeral. (laughs) No, she said, I think you missed it. I think she was saying she feels like she's at a funeral because Mindy died. Is that right? Oh, is that what it is? I think she was just trying to compare that. I'm at a party in my ex-Mormon self, and she's at, like, the depths of despair over my leaving, and it's like a funeral. Oh, over yeah, your see, leaving. I was right. Okay. I, th- I thought your thought first, and I'm like, no, this is Mormon. I was talking just about like, here. Mormonism is like being at a funeral. Then that the, makes perfect no, sense to me. It's true, but they're never going <laughs> to admit it. Yeah, they're not going to admit it. They're going to be like, I'm so happy. I'm Look so at happy. me in my garments in 99 degree weather. I'm so fucking happy. I have seven kids and my vagina's on the floor. They're not going to actually say that. <laughs> Mine's not on graphic. the floor, y'all. It's not on the floor. <laughs> Mine's out of my body, so. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Peace out, cervix. <laughs> Get it. Oh, Get it. Or lose it, I guess. This is the more wow. appropriate term. We have four kids. And I was like, what if, like, Mormonism fucks you up? Because I was like, what if there's another spirit and they don't come to us and instead they go to, like, a crackhead and then we have to, like, face them in the next life and they're like, I could have been a happy Mormon child but now I'm going to hell with my crackhead mom. Wow. And I was, like, freaked out about it and he was like, no. And now I'm always like, thank you so much for not wanting that fifth child because I, I don't know how you do it. Wow. I, I don't do it well. It's terrible. Your reason is the same reason that I had Simon and then three more was because I was in the shower one day and I had three kids already. And Brent and I were like, yeah, that's probably good. Uh, which was the best choice. Kids, if you're listening, I love you all. I'm, I am glad that I had you. Uh, <laughs> but I was washing my hair 
and I was thinking about my kids, and I was also about to start my period, and I got emotional thinking there would be no more kids because it's like a weird thing for, for a mom to say, I think I'm done. I got emotional, and that interpretation, because I was a Mormon, said spirit. there are spirit children waiting to come down. Oh Don't send God. them to the, to the crack mamas. They are yours. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And so boom, 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 four more fucking kids. Love them all. Wow. Yeah. All because I was on my period. Like, what well, that? and Mindy, I think, didn't you have all four kids in your 20s, like before the age of 30? Yeah. Oh, she's a good wow. girl. Wow. Yeah. I got married at 19. We had my eldest when I was 21. And then my last, I was like 27, almost 28. So they're like, damn. Just out. Wait, 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 wait. So when you are my age, 47, your kids will be grown and done. You might be a grandmother. I'm 47 <laughs> and I have an eight-year-old. <laughs> oh, God. She's going to start a new TikTok called Granny Mindy. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Let's let's not do that at all. All right. Whatever. You have no control it's amazing. over amazing. You were a good Mormon. You were yeah. a really good Mormon girl. But I never felt like it. I was crippled with this, like, I'm never good enough life. And I cried so much over it. So. Oh. Wow. What was your biggest, I'm not good enough? Like, what was it about? Uh, for me, I never felt like I received revelation. I was like, God is not talking to me. Like, Thank you. He's not telling me, like, big things. Like, I almost broke up with my husband when we were engaged because I was like, I can't get an answer. I don't know if I'm supposed to marry you. And if I was supposed to marry you, I think God would say something. So maybe the silence is him being like, you shouldn't marry him. Mm. And it it almost broke us up. And I would just cry constantly. Mm. And, you know, it's funny. It's actually not funny, but it's kind of funny. My husband and I did some um, Levi loving when we were together. Oh, hell yeah. I know. Hell mm. yeah. It happens. We didn't go to the bishop, though. You slut. Uh, for real. <laughs> and my husband was like, no, we're good. We're good. I'm like, I don't know. I think we should go. And he's like, no, no, we're good. Oh, my God. And uh, I always equated the lack of God talking to me that I messed up and he was still pissed about it, that he, like, wouldn't talk to me 10 years later. Uh-huh. God's pissed about Levi Levin. God is very <laughs> petty. He's very petty. He takes that very personally. He can knock up a virgin. Yes. But you better not be Levi Levin on anybody. Boom. I mean, if it's in Dockers, <laughs> he tends to turn a blind eye. But Levi's, I don't know. He's got a thing about Wait, it. Wait, what about if you're lesbians? Is that the same thing? If you're wearing like cargo pants in Home Depot, Levi Levin, like in the tool section, is that looked past? Or as long that- as you tuck in your golf shirt, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. I concur. I think that's how it works. I'm more along the lines of, of lesbians being softball players. So uh, I would. That uh, works. Yeah. That works. Yeah. Sure. Not to stereotype everyone, no, but I just we're not fucking doing that did. at all here yeah. today. So mm-hmm. the whole personal revelation thing to me is like, even if you believe in personal revelation and people believe whatever the fuck you want, how do you know that I, you know, I wasn't on my period and emotional or I had a shit day. So this felt like this or my day was great. So of course. And I got the job. Of course, God told me, blah, blah, blah. People will turn whatever they want into whatever they want. You know, Mm -hmm. I actually had a conversation. Well, I would say a limited conversation with my dad because you can't really talk to him. Uh, But he was bearing his testimony to me a few years ago about knowing the church is true. I'm like, how do you know, dad? Because I know it in my heart. I know. It's all I know, I know. And I'm like, you know who really knows that their church is true, that their God is the actual God talking to them? Uh, Suicide bombers. Like, who who else would would blow themselves up and women and children because their God told them to. Mm -hmm. Dad, would you blow yourself up and women and children if God told you? That's ridiculous. I'm like, well, that guy has enough faith in his religion. So clearly he knows his God is, no, no, he's wrong. That's evil. Like, what the fuck? You know? But if you're Mormon, whatever you think was said to you by God that's the truth. It's so stupid. And that's why we get whack-a-mole people who are like, God told me to marry 13 girls or God told me to drown my children or whatever whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Stop saying God told you. So Shelly, this sounds like a good time for a break. I agree. We'll be right back. And we're back. Hello. Mindy, were you raised, just born and raised in the covenant, as they say? Oh, yeah. I was. I was born and raised. And there was, like, extra layer. My dad died when I was a baby. And so there's always this, like, extra layer to make it to the celestial kingdom. Because I was like— To be with daddy. Oh, yeah. And it was used constantly in our family. Like, we got to stay on the— Stay on the path. Oh, that's so fucked up. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God. Yeah, so that definitely, like— 
born and raised pretty hardcore because I, I wanted to see my dad again. Like, I'm like, I have no memories with him. I, the afterlife better be fucking great. Mm. Wow. Wow. It's That's like, hard. It's like, hey, Mindy, um, I noticed that you drank from the fountain on Fast Sunday. You just don't love your dad enough to want to be with him? Like, that water was more important to you? Like, that's the kind of shit you could feel. I mean, I might have exaggerated slightly, but come on. Wait yeah. a minute. Like a water fountain? What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Oh, God. You so, can't drink from, like, a water fountain? Not on Fast Sunday. Fast Why? Sunday. Because you don't eat or drink. You can't drink anything? No. Oh, Mary can't go without water for, like, two minutes. Uh-uh. She would die. Well, we all would die after three days. Yeah, thankfully, Fast Sunday was only one day long. But I remember, and you probably did this too, Mindy, because you're probably super righteous, seeing as you got married hella young. Fast Sunday at the church, like, you would see if someone was drinking out of the damn fountain. You're like, head whip around. Like, what the? F- Why is Sister Olson drinking water? So the whole day you can't drink anything? 24 hours. Yeah, correct. What? <laughs> no. No. Uh-uh. How did I not warn you about this? Oh, my God. That would never happen to Mindy, me. Mindy, did you mm-hmm. judge the people drinking out of the water fountain on Fast Sundays? Oh, uh, hell yeah. I remember. Yeah. My, <laughs> my mom made us start fasting at like eight. She was like, you are eight years old. You are fasting. No food, no water. Yep, yep. And I have a distinct uh-uh. memory yep. of sneaking like a bite of cereal or something. Oh, shit. And I went to my room and just like dropped to my knees in tears. Like, I'm the worst <laughs> person. Like, that shame and guilt already that young was like ingrained. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. You're making a child not eat or drink anything for 24 hours. Out this of is a guilt. real thing? Out of mm-hmm. guilt. Not out this of like... This is a real need- thing? Oh, uh-huh. yes. That's torture. Yes. That's horrible. Didn't I tell the story about how Brent, because um, his youngest sister is way younger than him, and she was like dying of hunger, obviously, on Fast Sunday. And she's like, can I please just have a piece of bread? And his mom was finally like, finally, have the bread. And Brent took the bread and goes, so what do you love more, this bread or Jesus? <laughs> Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Tell this story to any therapist and their minds will explode. Right? Well, I mean, the bread represents his body, so she just wanted an extra helping. Right? We're going to eat it in sacrament meeting anyway. <laughs> I'll have three sides of and Jesus. And I'll just be taking this wine while we're at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have you know, the Jesus blood. entree. It's the blood of Christ. It's the blood. I'd like to drink Jesus' blood with an mm. entree of Jesus' Here's flesh. Here's to you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make like Jesus cheesecake? Because I'd be all over that. That was his spleen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, were you lactose intolerant? I'm just going to chow down on some cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Pretend it's your body. Mm-hmm. Is that sacrilegious? <laughs> Not at all. If there's a Jesus, he's laughing his ass off. He's, la- he's laughing his cheesecake ass his off. His right Jesus now. ass. It's like, y'all are funny. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm still reeling over the fact that kids cannot eat or drink anything for 24 hours. And this is every week, right? No, first Sunday of every month. Still, though. I mean, it doesn't matter. It could be one day hours. a year. That's horrible. Think of Smashy Cassidy. She's no. eight. Oh, she, my God. She eats every 15 minutes. That's true. She's like a twig She wouldn't growing. make it. No. Can you imagine having to tell her, sorry, Cassidy, for God. No, Jesus. We, for Jesus, <laughs> we can't eat or drink anything, so. Yeah. What do you love more? <laughs> you know, Jesus this apple? Or, or a diabetic seizure because you have your blood sugars drop so low. There, that, just that took puts a, it out took there. a real dark turn. <laughs> dark fast. Yeah, get get us back old. on track, Mendy. We yeah, just sorry, took a real dark. We? we got derailed <laughs> into darkness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we're in outer darkness <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's that's where I've taken up camp. Welcome. Yeah, <laughs> outer darkness. <laughs> I mean, oh, I can tell more dead dad stories if you want to hear the dead dad stories. Please do. Oh, those are yeah, so love, uplifting. That's all the guilt and shame. Let's go. I love I love Let's a good go. dead. Hey, I've got some too, so we could Perfect. we could exchange, exchange dead dad information. Yeah, My, there's mine's one you want to talk about. still alive and kicking and being annoying as fuck. Anyway, mm-hmm. well, you're not part of the club. <laughs> I think he's fully dead on the inside. So, uh, yeah, if you want to tell a dead dad story, you're you're welcome to do that. Hey, there, there's some build up. So when I started dating Greg again, he was like inactive. So like mm-hmm. the bar was pretty low for him. And I introduced him to my parents and then we went on a date and my mom calls me on the date. She's improved so much, but she was very dramatic back then. And she was like, you need to come home right now. Oh. And I'm like, well, we're watching a movie. Like, can I? And she's like, no, now. So I'm like, I got to go home, Greg. And he takes me home. And my parents and my mom and my stepdad take me up to their room. They sit me down. And I'm like, what the? What did I do? Like, I, I was racking my brain for anything I could have done. Oh, God. And they look me dead in the eye. And they're like, 
you can't see Greg anymore. Jesus. I was like, okay, well, why? And they straight face, no lie, say, because he's a gang member. What? <laughs> what? Greg's a crip. You didn't know that? <laughs> Where, where'd they get that? They saw him wearing blue. <laughs> well, that's what I asked. I was like, okay, well, what makes him a gang member? Is this in, is this in Vernal still? No, this is uh, Centerville. Centerville, Utah. Oh, okay, that's more likely. Yeah, Heartland. And, uh, but still. Oh, yeah. So I asked, <laughs> why do you think this? And they're like, he was wearing a band t-shirt. And, and I laughed. Uh... <laughs> and they got so mad at me. And I was like, you guys, it's Rascal Flats. Oh like, it's a Rascal Flats t-shirt. <laughs> it's country. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what is wrong with your family, oh Mindy? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so then I had to explain because they didn't know who Rascal Flats was. So I'm like, guys, they sing about, like, God and stuff. Like, it's totally safe. Like, and they're like, okay, okay. Like, he was wearing jewelry. Oh, shit. Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> and I was like, um, Mom, he works at a Cub Scout day camp, and it says, like, do a good turn daily on it, and, like, all their little Cub Scout <laughs> mottos. And they were like, okay. Like, he had a chain on. And I was like, a chain? Uh-oh. <laughs> you mean to his wallet? Like, that was really cool back then? Oh, God. And that made him a gang member. Um, so, yeah, they didn't like Greg so much. And we got engaged. We dated a full year. Wow. So, and then we were engaged 10 months. So, I mean, for Mormon standards. No wonder the Levi Lovin. Mm-hmm. I always got to brag for that. But uh, when we got engaged, my mom pulled me aside. And this is where dead dad comes in. Oh, dear. Um, my stepdad worked in the Bountiful Temple um, for their maintenance. And she sits me down. She's like, Kayla, you can't marry Greg. And I was like, why now? And she's like... <laughs> your dad, your stepdad, saw your biological father in the temple and he told him that you should not marry Greg and he does not approve. Oh, and I was like, God, you're playing the dead dad card on me. So I won't marry my husband. Big time. And it was fucking awful because even though I was like, that's bullshit. Like I did not have a good relationship with my stepdad. I was like, I feel like my dad would come to me with this, but whatever. No, you don't have the priesthood. You don't have the priesthood. Shut up, Mindy. Dead dad's not going to go to you. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. You're this welcome. was like in a vision or something. I didn't really ask details. Wait, so your opinion, lying or really thought that? I really think they thought that. I think it was a feeling. Oh, God, that's almost worse. Like, I don't think you actually saw him. I think it was more like, I felt your dad, and he said no. Yeah. So, but it, like, haunted me. Wow. You know, the whole dead dad thing really played into everything Mormon for me. That's so Jesus. fucked up. That but is I, fucked but up. I How manipulative. It. That's I, awful. Yeah, I mean, I used to get the guilt of, of dead grandparents, dead ancestors, that your dead pioneer ancestors who sacrificed everything, and now here you are spitting on their graves, like, it's all the same, but dead dad, like, that's really close. Yeah, that's fucked that's up. really manipulative and shitty. I'm I would sorry. love to kick anyone's asses for you. Give me names and addresses. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm there. Yeah, we're going to kick their ass. We're going to TP their houses. Hell yeah. We're good at that. Thank you. Yeah, it was terrible. Ugh. So let's talk about TikTok videos for a second. So where are you inspired? What types of content are you looking to make when you when you think, I'm going to make a TikTok video about this subject, whatever it is? How does that all happen? A lot of it's based off of sounds. I'll like hear a sound and be like, oh, I know. I know what this is going to be. And I, I tend to choose things that cause me the most trauma to uh, make content about because you got to laugh or cry. And I choose, I choose laughter. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Laughter and darkness. How much do you think that being this uh, Exmo TikTok star has helped you to process your Mormon shit? Like so much. I always, it's like a good and bad though. Cause I'll think I'm like over something and then I'll start like, you know, writing out my lists and stuff. I'm like, that was fucked up. Like sometimes even still, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the longer time that passes, the more I'm like, oh my God, that was really fucked up. But like in the moment, it's just normal. And then I feel like to process all of that that I didn't realize was an issue. Like, insane amounts of things. Isn't that crazy? Yes. We have a lot of people write in and they're like, oh, you've made me realize so many things I haven't processed. And we're like, sorry, not sorry. I mean, the only the only way you're going to realize that you're fucked up is to, like, 
realize that you're fucked up and process that shit. But if you never know, it just comes barreling at you when you're 50, right? And you're crying and you don't know why. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you can recognize your trauma and be like, I'm going to cry for a second. And then I'm going to make a fucked up, hilarious video to help other people work through that shit. Yeah. Which is exactly what I do. Hell yeah. yeah. Yes. The best way forward is through. Yeah. That's going to just be my little pearl of wisdom for this minute. No, I feel like you can always like judge my mood based off which TikToks are coming out. Like if they're funny, <laughs> I'm in a good spot. And if they get a little dark, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of crying ones here. That's not good. Do you find that the crying ones are less frequent? Because I know I cried a shit ton at the beginning uh, of our podcast. And I still have moments, of course, but... It seems to be more funny now than it was when I started with my story. Perspective changes everything. Like I said, when I was like brand new and my sister was out for, you know, years and years, I was like, it's totally different. And I still have really dark moments where I'm like, mostly now the dark moments are everything I missed or all the choices that were taken from me. Yeah. Like it sounds so awful, but I, I have these moments where I'm like, would I have even wanted kids? Like, would I have even married Greg if I didn't feel this like pressure to get married so we could have sex? You know, like yeah. everything I've done in my life, like I didn't get any schooling done because I was just going to be a mom and I was going to stay home all the time. And how much that fucked up when my husband got injured and couldn't work. Like mm. just so many decisions now. I'm like, I would have been a completely different person. I mean, even things with like exploring your sexuality, like, you know, figuring out sex with more than one person. Like, it's just, there's so many decisions that were stolen from me or decisions I made based on a lie or what a man told me in some priesthood blessing that now I'm like, that's what I grieve is this person I could have been and all that time I wasted feeling guilty and shameful of who I was when I was a badass person. I didn't need to be feeling that. Hell yeah. I feel that loud and clear. Like, I've processed a lot. I love where I am in my life at this point. But I do look back, too, and I'm like, fuck. What I really wanted to do was be a, a college basketball coach. Why? Because I was gay and didn't realize it. I would have stayed in school. Also, I you're good at basketball. There's that. There's that. That's an important part. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I can sport a mean mullet and shoot some threes. But yeah, looking at where, what if I really did only have three kids? My youngest would be graduating high school. And again, kids, I don't regret you. I'm just saying my life would have been a different road. Where would I be? I'd probably have a degree. I'd be coaching at the NCAA level. Like it could be so awesome. Not that it's not awesome now. I love my life with Mary. I really do. It's fucking amazing. Right. I'm good. I don't take any of this personally. I'm, I'm, I'm set. Yeah. I'm good. Uh -huh. She's good. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's great that it led me to Mary, but I really think about what could have been. Yeah. The education that I missed, the experiences that I missed. I look at kids these days, you know, look at millennials in that age and they're like, traveling and and you know they're not married till they're in their 30s and like I had a shit in my 20s it was just marriage and babies and mm -hmm. yeah I feel you on that looking back absolutely well being so young doing these life-altering choices and feeling like pressured into them it just fucks you up I'm like you should not put that kind of responsibility on a 19-year-old. Like, you want to sleep with your boyfriend, well, you got to get married and, and have an eternal commitment here. And then Ugh. you're married, so you got to have babies, even though you're a baby yourself. And I feel sad for my kids a little bit because I'm like, I've grown as a mom. Like, now I'm a way better mom than I'm not. I know what I'm doing all the time, but I'm a way better mom than I was at 21. Like, I see 21-year-olds now, and I'm like, oh, my, you aren't ready to have a child. You don't even know who you are. Yep. And that's a big process I'm going through who am I at my core like outside of being Mormon because when you're Mormon you're Mormon that is who you are it's what you do it's what you say it's what you eat it's what you drink it's how you spend your time it's it's everything so yeah I feel like there's there's so much to process when you leave and have to figure out well who am I now because I don't know I don't know anymore didn't even think about this and this might be something I need to cry over later so yeah my first literally 15 years of being a mom I was horrible at it because I had a billion kids all at once. I was depressed. All my parenting was about, you need to be on the, on the straight and narrow. You better not masturbate. You know, what do you mean you don't want to go to church today? Like all this guilt, guilt. Don't you want to get into BYU? If you don't serve a mission, people aren't going to want to date you. Like I sucked my poor kids, you know? And so I, and now I think I'm kind of kick ass because I'm not a fucking Mormon. Or a child yourself. Yeah, I know. Me at 22 having a kid or 25, I don't know. But yeah, hell, I look at 25-year-olds now and I'm like, please never have children. <laughs> I get it. 
but I was doing it. I look at 55-year-olds and say, don't have children. Oh, I'm That's just talking you in the about mirror. me. Yeah. It's just me in a mirror. Yeah. Huh. Sorry, brought seven along with me. I love my kids, but whenever someone announces a pregnancy, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't say that to them, but in my brain, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You poor thing. I'm like, "Mm, hashtag trauma. (laughs) I just today was on Facebook and a super old friend of mine, or friend from a long time ago, I was looking at her new family photo. I haven't seen it in a while. And I'm like, one, two, three. Five kids? What the fuck is wrong with them? Come on. It's just, and I'm going, oh shit, I've got seven. I am the one. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me that I had seven kids? Like, I was making to fun of their out. Mormon mm-hmm. family and they're all in ties and shit. I'm like, oh yeah, that you was did that. me. Yeah. yeah, two more than five mm-hmm. I did. You just went hard for multiply and replenish the earth. Oh. She sure did. Like, there was other commandments. I don't know if you knew that, but like, that wasn't the only one. That was the one that I was all about. She took it to heart. Sure did. She really did. Sure did. You saw it and was like, I can do that. And you just ran. Yeah. I'm like, I can birth children. I mean, they'll come out. Look at these hips. I mean, not so much. <laughs> it's weird. Her, her anatomy is kind of weird. We yeah, try yeah. not to talk about it. Oh, we talk about it all the time. Oh, I'm sorry, like, sorry. Th- those <laughs> epidurals work. That uh-huh. was my thing. First yep. kid, epidural, Give me the, the bottom. Like, well, I'll just birth my way into heaven. The more I have, the better chance I have of getting to that upper level. And then I can hang out with your dad because you're not going to be hanging out with your dad. I'm not going to be there, no. I'll be in oh, no. darkness alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Still, I'm sure. <laughs> and making TikTok videos. <laughs> making TikTok videos. videos. Making TikToks. What were you going to say? Oh, sorry. Oh, this is not important, but I just want to brag. I had four babies and had three of them without drugs. Just saying. What the fuck is wrong with wow. you? But let me guess, the one that you were drugged on, you love that one most. Tell me I'm right. Uh, I like that birth most. <laughs> There you go. There you go. I bet. There you go. Hey, no, no judgment to any woman, any anyone who wants to go natural. I think you're slightly crazy, but that is on you. I just don't like the pain. So that that was my choice. That's but stupid. Yeah. You yeah. know, do what you want. Don't, as, don't do it. All the time. As, um, as, as much one. as I love talking about childbirth. It's great. It's a great subject for me. <laughs> Can we no get experience. back to talking about TikTok and you know, Mindy? You know who does have Mindy? amazing childbearing hips is Mary. Like she missed her call being a lesbian. This conversation just gets better and better and better, doesn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Can we go back to talking about TikTok and Mindy? Mindy started it. <laughs> Probably not. Mindy, I think we should talk about birthing hips. Should we? Yes. Should what we talk? People want. Uh, yes. My nickname in college was childbearing hips or CBH. And you nice. bored no children. No. God, right. no. You're bearing the cross of my children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it got me later in life. Uh, let's take another quick break. And Pay more bills. We'll wrap this up. All right. Back to Mindy. Yeah. So at what point did you start making these TikTok videos and then your audience oh, started growing and you're like, wow. She has, she has more than like two or three <laughs> She's family members watching followers. her TikToks. Yeah. That couldn't have happened like all at once. I'm guessing you didn't just put your first TikTok video out there and you had like a million followers or whatever. Like, tell us about that journey. Do it. Oh, Nelly. Yeah. So I was like, I, I'm going to do this. And my, my original thought process was like, if I can get like 100 people to watch me, like, <laughs> I'm not going to feel so alone. Like, I can make friends with these people. It's going to be so great. So I put out a video and, you know, did pretty good at that point. Again, like now I'm so happy there's so many on there. Yeah. But at the time there wasn't. And so I put out my one video and it, it did pretty good. And I was like, all right, this is good. So I, I kept going and going and it just grew. It grew really fast, like yeah. really fast. And then I put out a video called Stupid Things I Used to Judge People For When I Was Mormon. Hell Yeah. And uh, it exploded. Like from that point forward, things just took off. I went from, I don't know how many, like 10 followers in June to, I think it was mid-January, hit 100,000. That's awesome. So it was like super fast, super crazy. And it was great. It was a little overwhelming. Mm -hmm. That, what I judged people for got the most hate comments. And still I get my (laughs) meanest hate comments on that one. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not even saying Mormons do this. I said, I did it. And like, people (laughs) get so mad about it. And I'm like, sorry, I was judgmental. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. How funny. Trying to improve myself. I am the first to admit, I was a judgmental bitch in my Mormon years because you kind of are raised to be that way because the more under people are than you are, 
the higher up that level of the ladder that you climb. What was your one favorite thing that you love to judge people on? Oh, I judge people for garments. Yes. So hard. Yes. I was hardcore garments. I wore them exercising outside in the summer. Like I wasn't no like sweat. I don't have to wear them. No. Like I wore them all the time. So when people went rock climbing and they're like, oh, my garments are too restrictive. Like, okay. (laughs) That's such bull crap. (laughs) You must not love God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, don't you want the protection? What if you fall rock climbing and break your back because you weren't wearing your magic underwear? That's on you, bitch. If you wear your underwear, you'll only break your head and your arms from like the Mm -hmm. mid arm down and like mid thigh down. But I'm guessing your nipples will stay perfect because they have the little marks on them. That kind of didn't happen for me. I breastfed and the garments did not protect the boobs. Oh, God. <laughs> all the thrush, all the fucking mastitis. You're right. Oh, why are we still for- talking about like childbearing type things? <laughs> because there's <laughs> trauma. <laughs> What's happening? The trauma. <laughs> Shit, Mary. Uh, I'm feeling weird here. <laughs> we can talk about your nipples if you want. Oh, I'll oh, talk about her nipples. Yeah, oh, oh, sure, hon. Weird. They're amazing. <laughs> Symmetrical, yes. perky. I'm yes. sure yours are much more perky than my sad, sucked-on boobs. They are huh. phenomenal. They are perky. She's never nursed a damn child ever. No, only only adults. Yeah, okay. Only adults <laughs> nurse. Mm-hmm. What a life you have led. Right? Yeah, uh, different choices. Better choices. I know. You know, Absolutely. it's weird because I was raised in a super religious family too, but and my father died young. But I think what happened was... We all, it was, the rest of us were, were girls. So it was three, three sisters. So three of us total. And then my mother, and we were suddenly without a male influence and we just figured it out. Like, I think we just realized we're going to have to, there's no one else that's going to figure out life for us. We've got to do this on our own as women, you know? So you didn't have a prophet telling you what you needed to do, apparently. No, no. Yeah. I mean, there was still patriarchy because we went to church and there was a, sure. a hierarchy of, of you know, women certainly couldn't be leaders in the church. We went, we didn't go to one of those churches where women are allowed to speak at the pulpit. No, oh, no. No. Oh, we my goodness. You can't let them practice wi- witchcraft and <laughs> become like lesbians. Right? Yeah. <laughs> speaking at the pulpit, that's like a step away from apostasy at that point. Right? Yeah, right. Shit. Yeah, for sure. We got to protect the woman folk in their hearts, their sweet spirits. Yes. Yeah. But we were lucky in that we did learn to be pretty independent as yeah. women. We had no choice. Yeah. So that makes me think of another sidebar this family in my ward that I was in before I left. And um, there was the mom and the dad and a son who, by the way, was just the worst person. Super annoying, bugged everyone, just not a fun person to be around. And they had two daughters as well. Well, the dad became temple unworthy. I don't know why, but this was all like, oh my gosh. And so the son was like, well, I have the priesthood. And so then he became the leader. He was one who called the family in for family prayer and said what they're going to do on Sunday and where are we going to vacation? And who's like, he just fucking took that over and he was already a pompous asshole. So now take that times a million. Fucking hate that. It was, it was like, when how Ab- old was this kid? Oh, he would have been just home from his mission, so 20, 21 maybe. Mm -hmm. But he could have been 16. It wouldn't have mattered. That would have been the situation. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of when Brent and I had already totally left the church, and his family came out uh, to visit. But Brent was gone for some reason, was late getting back from work. We were going to have dinner. And so Brent's dad stepped in. And was like, well, Lincoln, you're the patriarch in the house now, my oldest son. You're the patriarch. Who would you like to give the prayer? And I'm thinking, A, we don't fucking pray anymore. B, you just dogged on all of my daughters. And you. And me. I'm the adult here. And you are referring to my son, who's like a pothead. Love him to death. <laughs> and, and As that the patriarch. has nothing to do with it. But it's just the fact that he had a penis and was the oldest penis carrier in the room. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? I have a detachable penis. Does that... That's count? true. We haven't gotten. Should we not talk Seriously? about? Seriously, okay. <laughs> you just you brought it up. Ooh, this is much better than birthing hips material. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mary, you started it. <laughs> she shushes me. She's all so the pretty. Time. I'm so pretty. <laughs> Back off, ladies. She's all mine. <laughs> Dang it! Mm-hmm. All right, get in line, Mindy. 
<laughs> so uh, can we talk about Mindy's TikTok videos again? Yes. This is going to be me the rest of the episode. Uh, are we backing up again? <laughs> I'm going to try okay. to get us back on track. Let's do it. What's your favorite video that you've made so far? Do you have one? I do. I do have one. My most favorite is my ex-Mormon rap. Um, it starts out with... <laughs> I think she was the gang member. You're the gang member. It wasn't your husband. What the fuck? It was my husband. He initiated me. Oh, okay. there you go. It was, a right. it was a dark time. It was a dark time in our marriage, but we're through it now. Can you do a little of the rap for our listeners? Right now. Go. Uh, sure. Yeah. So it starts out with... The doctrine is perfect as the people that are flawed. I've never heard that before. And it goes, I was told to cover up from my shoulders to my knees. I shouldn't look too homely, but if I'm sexy, I'm a sleaze. Also, sex is dirty, a terrible, horrible sin. If you do it before marriage, you're chewed gum in the bin. Make sure you pay your tithing no matter how poor you are. The church with billions needs it more than you need your car. And don't you dare act on your same-sex attraction. That's not really love. It's just a sexual reaction. Men get the priesthood in all positions of power. Women get to have babies and be delicate little flowers. Don't you leave the church. I mean, where will you go? I'll live true to myself, free of this shit show. Awesome. Rascal Flats cook cribs. That's great. And you know what? We just we just put you on the spot. So thank you for being such a good sport and and doing that for us here. That's fantastic. um, Yeah, I think maybe we did. That was awesome. Did we pressure you? That was like more intense than my bishop interview for my temple recommends. Wait, did you just lie to us in the song like you did to your bishop? I, I didn't do any no. Levi Lovin. I didn't do any Levi Lovin. No, no Levi Lovin. No, no. no, no. No, there was no no Levi Lovin. Don't wear Levi's and it's not a lie. That's true. You know, legging loving would probably be more enjoyable anyway. Oh, 100%. I mean, if you see a boy and a girl on a date and they're both in leggings and they're going to go to a parked car, you know. <laughs> they're both in leggings. You know what's going on. That's so the funny. Legging loving. <laughs> My boyfriend wears spandex better than I do. What are the odds? <laughs> Thank you for just doing that rap on command. That uh, We really put you on the spot. You're welcome. It was probably my first like 15 videos. Like it was super early on, but like it holds a special place in my heart. It hits a lot of things. I'm going to uh, give Jay-Z a call and uh-huh. have him reach out yeah. to you, Mindy. That's right. Some That's backup. right. You know, not, not much good came from my Mormon experience, but like song parodies. Fuck yeah. My Young Women Days prepared me for this. So let's have a bragging moment for you for a second. What's your highest watched video? Like, what are the numbers? Give give us some numbers. I want numbers. I want facts. (laughs) I know Stupid Things I Used to Judge People For, part two, is the number one, like, highest. And it's between, like, 3.5, I think, and 4 million views is, like, the number one. Uh, I have made a goal mm-hmm. to never make one of those again. I have more, but mm-hmm. like, again, the hate on those videos, I don't know. Anything where I wear my temple clothes, it's up there. I love it. People like the temple mm-hmm. clothes. Well, I don't it, know. I it's sacred, it's, not secret. It's, it's you're really just like pulling back the, is it the green curtain and the green, what is it's it? It's just the curtain, the wizard behind the That's curtain. The, yeah, you're pull, you're wearing the green <laughs> lizard. <laughs> I don't know lizard? what I'm trying to say. You're draining the lizard. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> what Wizard of Oz did you grow up watching? I probably wasn't allowed to. I'll get to, you, my the... pretty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my, my... <laughs> we are the, what are the munchkins? They represent the, the lollipop guild. The lollipop guild. Yeah, that, that one. Fucking musicals. All right. <laughs> so what I was going to say is when you go like to the heart of the cultiness of Mormonism, that's the fucking temple clothes. It really is. I think people are or the more, handshakes or the secret oaths or any of that. But in the stuff. clothing, that's like yeah. it's a such a dig, and I love it. And ex Mormons love it, and Mormons are like, oh my yeah. god, they're giving away all our secrets. I love it. We actually have a set of clothes that somebody sent to us because I threw throw them yeah, away. Yeah, it's terrifying. And I think she's I put might, them on. I think I might be like, hey Mary, ready for some sexy no. time? And I'm gonna be Mm-mm. all up in the veil. Do you want the veil like over my face or not? You want to be kind of crooked like it always ended up with me because I couldn't get them on right? Huh. There's some serious role-playing opportunity here. You know, Hell I'm feeling, yeah. I am feeling so not turned on right this second. <laughs> Don't you want to pull me through the veil? <laughs> but you're wearing oh, the veil. 
It's different. It's different. A different There's veil? Two okay. Remove her apron to reveal her nakedness. Yes. Oh, Ooh, she's maybe got a bunch should... of clothes on under that little apron. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a process. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna take a while. Yeah. I'm thinking first things first though, uh, I would love to have you be the old lady in my initiatory session. Oh. I'll wear the poncho. You can touch me with oils. Sure, sure, sure. But oh my they, God, don't, that's they don't have the open-sided ponchos anymore, do they? Uh, For the temples? They don't. I think they don't touch you anymore, which is funny because it's like, yeah, it is creepy, you dumbasses. Why did they ever do that? Well, Mindy, you touched went me. through the temple, right? Mm-hmm. Sure did, did you? Were you touched in inappropriate ways under a sideless poncho? <laughs> I did wear the sideless poncho. When I oh. went through, you put your garments on underneath. So you what? looked so naked. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was mostly terrified that I was going to get some, like, nipple action. That's what I stressed uh, about the whole time. Interesting. I'm like, it's kind of cold in here, and this is kind of going to be embarrassing. Pretty nipped out. And that's all I remember from wow. that whole section of the temple was stressing yeah. about that. But, yeah, they definitely still, like, went under and did touchy-touchies, if I remember right. And that's not weird. <laughs> no, not at all. Not <laughs> totally. at all. 19-year-old in my underwear? Yeah. <laughs> that's perfectly normal. With no one telling you what's about to go down. But weren't you naked? Oh, I was naked under the poncho. Yeah. The garment must be relatively new. No, I got more action from that temple lady than Greg at that point. So. <laughs> I bet she was hot. She was probably like 67 wearing like a shawl, mm. chewing mints and shit. Yeah. <laughs> chewing mints. Mm. Oh. I, can't ta- I can't smell a mint without thinking of the temple. Mm. Oh. <laughs> What's up with the temple mints? It's because you, you, like you're, when you're old, no offense to our older listeners, our elderly listeners, your mouth gets dry. And so... You can't be, like, drinking water the whole time while you're sitting there. It's not like you can have, like, a Gatorade sports bottle. You just have to keep taking mints <laughs> to keep you from coughing because you can't cough. I always thought it kept them awake. Oh, oh maybe. because you sure fuck can't have coffee. That's what I did. Mints to keep awake. There you go. I think one of the creepiest part for me, the initiatories, I mean, it's all cr- creepy and weird and inappropriate. But at the end, when they help you put on your new garments is, like— it's just she, so weird have. having an yeah, old Yeah, she lady. had hers on already. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to tell you. You fucking lucked out, Mindy. You didn't have some old lady oh, she you lucked step into out. your garments. I mean, <laughs> it's all relative at this point. It's all uh-huh. fucked up, but yeah. My trauma's worse. Just kidding. Yeah, I kind of didn't know that was a thing, and I kind of wish I didn't know now. Well, oh, you now can't you have an idea that. You. Oh, now there's something a- else to talk about in a TikTok yeah, video, Yeah, there's your maybe. next TikTok video. Mm-hmm. So what are your long-term plans? You've got this audience now. I don't know how often you do videos. I think you, when we talked at Thrive, because we were at the Thrive event together, you were saying maybe you don't release them as often these days as you did in the early days. Does that sound about right? <gasps> She's did I remember repenting. that correctly? Yeah. She's repenting. I am. I've seen the error of my ways. Yes. So you're like, I, I better just not release any more videos because people are going to have things to say. You're They're going to le- say some You're stuff. leading them down to hell. <laughs> There's not a Jesus cheesecake in the world. I actually took a break this last summer because um, family <clears throat> trauma. Mm. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'm just going to stop. And when I came back, there was so many more. Again, like I love it. Like, I don't know if you guys saw that article where they were like, if Korahor existed today, he would be posting on TikTok. And I was like, yes, <laughs> like TikTok's making a difference. And podcasters. He did say podcast, too. Yeah, a podcaster be on TikTok. Mary, do you know who Korahor is? We've talked a little bit about Korahor. All right, just double checking. Okay, go ahead. The Antichrist, basically. Yes, uh, yes. (laughs) So when I came back, I was just like, there's so many cool voices here. And uh, I'm busy. Like, I work full time. My husband's in school full time. I have four Mm -hmm. kids. We do YouTube. So I usually do like once a week now because Mm -hmm. it just, it's a lot of work. I don't know how you guys balance. I was really struggling finding time and like the pressure to like produce good content. Yes. Like it started making it not fun. And I was like, I I don't want to do this if it isn't fun anymore. Yeah. So I I try to do at least one. If I get more fantastic. Yeah. There's just so many cool voices out now. It's so great. We haven't done much on TikTok. We've tried, but again, taking on a new thing, like the podcast Mm -hmm. is incredibly time consuming. And it's an hour each week. You know, it's, it's, it's longer format. Well, an hour to record. Plus there's the prep time and there's the editing time and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and like the Patreon page. It's a lot. I mean, we, we do it because we love it and we love helping people, but you're right. It is a lot. 
I would love to jump into TikTok. I think we did a couple of TikToks and yeah. then we're like, oh, wait, we forgot to record the podcast last week. You know, it's, it's always something. I know. I, I would like to get into it more. Yeah. Maybe maybe Mindy can inspire us and show M- us the Mindy the outs. mentor. She'll be our mentor. Mentor Mindy. Mentor. After she puts my garments on, after you do the initiatories. <laughs> in? Are we good? Are we good? And the oil. Don't forget yes. the oil. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing happens without the oil. Yeah. So, Mindy, what are the odds of you doing a TikTok video about being on our podcast? <gasps> what would that look like? That'd be fun. Yeah. It's the yeah. one where she takes no. off my garments or puts them on. Oh, maybe we can make you, <laughs> we'll, we'll make you masks of our faces and then you could pretend to be us. You could be like, let me just recreate this interview. You could be you and then Shelly and then me. Yeah. And give your best yes. impression. Shelly just talks about birthing children. And I'm yeah. just like, really? We're, we're talking about yep. this? Childbearing hips. No, and you say, back it up, back it up. And she's like, back to the birthing hips. And you're like, no, not back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. I'll just write a script and make you guys send me video clips. And we'll just... Absolutely. We'll just oh, we'll paste it together. Now, do you do a lot of that sort of thing? Do you edit ahead of time? Or do you oh, just yeah. do the whole thing on TikTok? It depends what I'm doing. Um, I actually made a movie trailer called The Cult and like made it about Mormonism and made Mormonism like a horror thing. Oh, if you I haven't watched it, it deserves more credit. It only got like 20,000 views, which oh, that sounds weird. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should go watch it because it's freaking great. But like if I do an original sound, then I usually edit outside of TikTok. Like I'll wow. film on my phone and piece it together. But if I'm just doing a sound, it's all on TikTok. Gotcha. Wow, that's cool. So you, you're, you know, brushing up on some editing skills and that sort of thing. That's awesome. I love oh, yeah. DIY oh, yeah. approaches to this sort of thing. If you ever need any um, editing or animation or any sort of audio help, I'm here for you. Yeah, Mary's, uh, that's kind of what you. she, we don't talk about her career, her actual career in the podcast, but that's kind of yeah. what she does. Yeah, so she's I do a lot of that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. And we have Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks he's for leaving master. it in, Dan. Leave it in, Dan. <laughs> Leave it in, Dan. Yeah, he's a master at audio, That's, all things. That is true. What if we missed here today? We're just over an hour. Did you want to say anything in particular? Would you like to leave our listeners with a call to action? Before we let her um, see Go. herself out, I just want to <laughs> say this is fucking awesome. And if we don't have you on again, like, I seriously— Still no, like maybe three percent of you, and that's I want... because we talk too much. No, maybe <laughs> a little bit, a little, little bit. <laughs> but there's so there's so much to you. I want more. Promise us now. Oh, patriarchal grip. Swear that you will come on the show again. <laughs> yes, there's so many things we could talk about. I'm ready for it. Like sex trauma through the church. Like yep. I had a big thing with like purity culture, yep. and then good girl syndrome afterwards. We didn't talk about patriarchal blessings, which fucked me up. I oh mean, God, yeah. There's so much. If you send in your blessing, we'll read it on the podcast. We've done that with some, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, I'm face. sure that's that already been a TikTok, that but you... that would be a good one, too. <laughs> that face says you're not sending it in. Like, what the <laughs> were you called to be the first or the third maybe wife? Maybe it's of too the traumatic. Current... Okay, well, shit. I didn't know. <laughs> maybe, you're, maybe she's triggering she's, right now, no, she's laughing now. She's laughing to keep from crying. I don't, I'm sorry. Not sorry. I don't fucking know. I can't come back now. What's your, um, (laughs) what is your temple name? What's your new name? Do we share? Oh, my new name. So it's kind of funny. Uh, My name is Sarah. So when Greg and I left, I was like, this is the test. Like, I'm going to ask him what his (laughs) temple name is. And if he tells me, then I'll know he's like out. And so I was so excited. And so I'm like, Greg, what? Like, just out of the blue. Like, what's your temple name? And he's like, it's Daniel. And I was like, that's so cool. (laughs) And then... I went to, like, the Oracle or whatever it's called where they list, like, the date you went yeah. and what your temple name is. Yeah. His fucking name was Dan. It wasn't even Daniel. Oh. Like, you didn't even know your own name. Dan. What a fucker. <laughs> I know. I asked Brent what his new name was. He's like, I just, I really don't remember. So I don't know if he actually didn't remember huh. or if he still thinks that that's his special word. Maybe. Maybe there's a part of him that's like, what if it's true? I can't share my <laughs> name with not. this meager, meager woman. Meager we woman. Meager? I'm Emma, by the way. Mm-hmm. Emma, nice to meet you, Sarah. I'm Emma. Thank you. We're basic bitches. We're basic bitches. I wish I would have got like Holda or one of those shit names. Yeah. Oh, well. Next life. Yes. I guess Dan is kind of referring to the 12 tribes of Israel. There was a Dan in that family. Mm, I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Versus Daniel. Daniel Daniel the the Tiger's Den. Lion. Or lion. Large cat. Shut the fuck up, both Tiger of you. King. Large Daniel cat. and the Tiger King. 
I think Who that's... taught you your animals? <laughs> I think that's a new Netflix special. Oh, my God. Okay, this is making me laugh. So um, the episode that we just recorded that comes out either this week or next, there is some funny animal shit there. Okay, it's all uh, leaving. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Mindy, if we told you about our new podcast called Queer Life Crisis... Ooh. I've heard about it, but please tell me more. Yeah, so we're going to be going every other week with Latter-day Lesbian. And the other weeks that we're not recording Latter-day Lesbian, we're recording Queer Life Crisis. So it's it's still us. Yeah. But it's a, a bigger sort of genre that includes the queer community. That's amazing. Yeah. We're getting away from Mormonism just a, a wee bit every other week. You can't leave the church and then leave it alone. Of course. No, we <laughs> no. I will never fucking leave it alone. No, no, no. But we are also wanting to be more inclusive. That's right. Of the larger community mm-hmm. of uh, queers. Mm-hmm. I love that. We still love our, our dishing on the Mormons and we will always dish Ex-mos on the Mormons. Ex-mos are the best mos. Thank We've you. always said that. Yep. yep yeah. Yep. Well, we definitely want to have you back on. Yes, please. For real. I can't believe it took us this long to get you on the show. We'll do this more. This particular remote recorder we've found is better than the other ones we've tried. So we'll probably do more of these. Yeah. 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 I've had a great time. I'm I'd love so to get past the church. Like, so don't right. me with a good time. No. <laughs> Next time we'll have a few glasses of wine. And well, do the I same. was sort of nursing one here because, you know. Can't be too far away from my Prosecco, as mm-hmm. it turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everybody listening, check out Ex-Mormon Mindy on TikTok. Really, you can just do a search. Just go to TikTok, search it up, Ex-Mormon Mindy. She will not disappoint you. She's everywhere. Like the Holy Spirit? Or- yes, <laughs> unless you go into a bar and then the Holy Spirit waits outside for you. Yeah. Oh, is that how it goes? Uh-huh. Hold my beer? Hold my beer, go Holy to the Spirit. <laughs> Okay. What the fuck is wrong with this, Mary? I don't know. Why don't we wrap this up and and, uh, thank Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Yeah, and everybody remember, steer clear of cults. Why? Because they're no fucking joke, right, Mindy? No fucking joke. There you go. No joke. Okay. Talk to everybody later. Bye-bye. Bye.